Hello everyone, I'm Becca, dietitian by trade, mom 24-7, wife from the start, and when there's a few extra hours in the day, you might find me hitting the trails or on horseback. And I'm Kara, a therapist to women, a mom to a boy, an entrepreneur, mountain junkie, and a postpartum runner. And this is Fit for a Queen, a podcast that's devoted to the female athlete wanting to balance the teeter-totter of all the things we desire out of life as women. Performance, health, intellect, and taking time for self, even if we only get one minute out of the day. We're so excited to be bringing you the queens in the athletic world who have done just that. Okay, ladies, take a seat at your thrones, grab your crowns, and welcome to Fit for a Queen. All right, queens, we are back with um, Leah Neese today. Um, Leah Neese is a hypnotic coach, and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself. Leah, thanks for being on the podcast yeah. with us this morning. This is fun. I've never, I'm, I can't wait to learn about oh, this. Oh, yeah. Leah, can you tell <laughs> us a little bit about your background and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a certified hypnotist or certified hypnotherapist, depends on what state you're in, what I can call myself. Um, And yeah, I help professional female athletes improve their performance through hypnosis and other similar techniques based in neuroscience. Awesome. That's so cool. And it says you founded Hypnotic Athlete Accelerator. Is that, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So my my private practice is cephalo hypnosis, mm-hmm. and then the my female athlete coaching program is hypnotic athlete accelerator. So it's an eight week all inclusive program. Um, it's got personalized hypnosis recordings, eight weeks of curriculum. Um, we talk about literally everything. And and when I was starting to create the program, I had a feeling that it was going to be like very much about, okay, you know, I'm sure athletes want just to know how to improve their performance. They want to know how to be faster and blah, blah, blah. And the more, you know, I did a bunch of interviews with um, some really generous athletes who just gave me their time and talked to me about what they needed. Uh And I, I realized like, wow, so a lot of them aren't even just struggling with athletic performance obviously everybody wants to improve that but they're really just trying to figure out how to balance like being an athlete and also a human being Mm -hmm. yeah that's (laughs) very very true yeah so I was like okay well I know how to help with that too so I kind of tentatively tentatively made my program um almost half life coaching half performance if if I don't know if that's the right ratio but Mm -hmm. But I, you know, two weeks of it, I spend just talking about anxiety. And again, Mm. in the beginning, yeah, I I thought it was going to be really performance anxiety. And it ended up just being like most most of the athletes I talk to, their anxiety is not about performance or maybe performance and something else. Right. So I just I really wanted I wanted athletes to walk away from the program feeling like, wow, like my, my life is so much better. I'm so much happier. And oh, wow, my performance improved too. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Did we do that? Well, let's talk a little bit about what hypnosis is. So on your website, you mentioned how you had studied many ways to improving mindset and clarity, yet you found hypnosis to be the most effective. Why is that? 
Because I'm sure just how they do it in the movies is just how hypnosis is, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spot on, yeah. The purple cloaks, the, the pendulum swinging back and wow. forth. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm picturing. So tell yeah. us how that's not true. Um, yeah, my, my mentor actually did give me um, on our little graduation day a pendulum just to, to um, scare people a little bit, but I, I haven't needed to use it. <laughs> but yeah, so hypnosis is a lot less scary than movies make it out to be. It's it's really just a way to communicate directly with your subconscious mind. So the whole idea and why hypnosis is so amazing is you bypass your conscious mind where willpower is stored, which means you can work on problems directly at the source. Um, it's, it's very similar to meditation. It's a very similar feeling. So when you're in meditation or hypnosis, you're going into, usually you'll go into the alpha brainwave state, which is just like a, a very light state of relaxation um, for things like regression therapy and um, using hypnosis to forego general anesthesia. You're going to be going into a much deeper state of hypnosis, obviously. So that's going to be more like your theta brainwave state. But really, the whole idea is you're getting into a relax, relaxed state, which brings your subconscious mind to the forefront. And you give your subconscious mind positive suggestions um, using the specific language of the subconscious mind. So that's where a lot of people, whether it's in meditation or they're they're trying to listen to some hypnosis recordings they found on YouTube of someone who maybe doesn't exactly know what they're doing. If you're not using the specific language of your subconscious mind, you can actually kind of be working against you. So um, if you... It can be very simple if you know the right language, you're giving the right suggestions, you're going into a relaxed state, and, and that's about it. It's There's no um, no scary cloaks, no <laughs> scary <laughs> You don't lose control. You're, you, know, you can, just like meditation, you can stand up and, and walk out of the session at any time. So you have total control. You can't get stuck, anything like that. So you mentioned a couple times about using that specific language. Mm-hmm. Is it that you kind of have to learn what they're – willpower tone is for you to get to that subconscious language like how does that is that individualized or so yes and no the basic language of the subconscious mind is um to say it in a very simple way positive wording so that's why i say positive suggestion um so i always my my mentor gave me the um the example of a a cruise ship right and the you know the cruise director is saying okay um, you all steer the ship this way, the, you all are going to make the food here, you know, everybody, he's kind of directing everything, right? He's giving the the suggestions or the commands, um, but it's a really weird cruise ship. And if he says, um, you know, captain, there's a, there's an iceberg up ahead. Don't turn left. The captain's going to hear, oh, got it. Turn left. No, no, no. Seriously. Don't turn left. No, you got it. Turn left. But if he says turn right, he's like, oh, okay. Turn right. So just like the subconscious mind, this cruise ship doesn't hear negative words. So um, as as much as that seems like, oh, okay, I just can't say negative words for something like, um, you know, stopping smoking. <laughs> I, had, I had people come to me like, okay, how do I say I don't want to smoke? Or mm-hmm. I, you know, so um, just learning how to how to word things positive, positively is definitely a little part of it. Um, but then specifically for each individual student um this is why again like a a generalized hypnosis recording on youtube isn't incredibly effective because the best way to 
to do brain rewiring in your subconscious mind or to to really make an impact is to use the language that they talk in, to, mm-hmm. that they speak in. So, mm. yeah. So, so when I'm doing like a mini interview before creating these personalized hypnosis recordings, I'm, I'm an incredibly quick typer, so I have to type instead of writing by hand. But I re- I literally write down word for word the exact wording that they're using because the closer it is to how they speak and how they think the more comfortable their subconscious mind is going to be and that their conscious mind is going to be which means it's going to ask fewer questions and they'll be able to relax more and just the better and more effective it'll be interesting yeah Mm -hmm. and that actually starts to make like a lot of sense almost like mantras right or you're telling yourself mm-hmm. something positive probably so that you the whole fake it till you make it or believe it <laughs> right exactly. so i know i'm oversimplifying but so how would that help um, an athlete improve performance can you take me a little bit through a journey that you would um how you would work with an athlete yeah so i can i can even use um one of my recent graduates of my ha program so she's a windsurfer and she came to me and she was like okay you know I'm I'm surfing huge waves <laughs> like I um I need to make sure that I'm doing everything I possibly can to be at my peak performance because that's where you really can't have a little mistake mm-hmm. and I, I use her as an example a lot because she's um she's such a good example right so she came to me she's like okay you know I obviously I'm a trained athlete. Like I'm, I'm not going into these building tall waves without any knowledge of how to windsurf. But sometimes, you know, if my, if my anxiety kind of kicks in, or if my just the our our survival instincts telling me don't go directly into that wave the size of the building kicks in, then I can hesitate for a second, and then that can be dangerous. And so I, I started talking to her about, okay, you know, we're gonna do this going to make you this custom recording obviously within the whole program um you know everything is meant to work together but we're going to make you this custom recording and it's going to help your subconscious mind not have that that second of hesitation or that that doubt or that um you know anything that could kind of cause you harm out there and i was assuming that she would be like oh yeah that sounds amazing and and she was kind of still like hesitant and I was like, okay, you know, what are you, what are you thinking right now? And she was like, okay, well, so you're, you're telling me that I'm just going to tell my subconscious that like, it's okay, go for it. But how do I know that like my subconscious is going to do the right thing? Like, don't I need that part of me that's second guessing so that I, I know I'm making the, the right decision or, um, you know, this is just her conscious mind or her analytical mind having a lot of questions and being mm-hmm. scared. And I basically explained that our subconscious mind is so much more talented than our conscious mind. Like if you've ever, you, you walk up steps, walk up and down steps every day. But if you ever are holding like a huge laundry basket in front of you and you can't see the steps in front of you, all of a sudden steps are really difficult. Even if you don't look at the stairs when you normally do them. Mm-hmm. Right. So just, yeah. <laughs> right. So just when you start thinking of, of that thing you know, oh my God, I, I think there are the exact same number of steps. So what if like one of them is just missing today? Could that happen? Do concrete steps just disappear? Like your, <laughs> your conscious mind starts coming out with all these questions like, okay, but do I really know how to walk up and down steps? I know it's been a few years that I've been doing that, but but maybe today is the day that I trip and fall. You know, so your your conscious mind is there to ask you tons and tons of 
sometimes not so helpful questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but your subconscious mind knows how to walk up and down stairs. Half the time you're not looking, you know, so your subconscious mind actually does know how to do all these things. Like I, I'm a piano player and I, I took lessons maybe four years when I was a kid and I stopped and moved out of the house and I didn't have a piano anymore. And a few years ago, I sat down at a piano for the first time and I was like, shoot, I don't remember any songs. And I played one note and all of a sudden my hands Mm. just started playing one of my favorite pieces as a kid. Mm. And I couldn't tell you like a single note I was playing, but my hands knew it, which is really my subconscious knowing it. So Mm. if you can tap into that part of your mind that actually has all of your memories and, and all of this skill you can improve your performance and get to your actual current full potential. You know, we, people say like reach your full potential, but you actually have a full potential right now that is not even where you're at without, um, you know, doubling up on training and doing all these things. Which I love that. Cause I, years ago, um, ESPN was having something on <clears throat> like, how do these, incredible athletes that time and time and time again have great performances like what do they do in those moments so they talked to michael jordan tiger woods Mm -hmm. serena williams and they were like what do you think before you come up to that big free throw um shot or what are you thinking Mm -hmm. about before you do this huge putt and consistently all of them said i'm not thinking i'm just doing yeah and i'm like exactly and that that's good because sometimes i was always an overthinker like i gotta make sure i gotta get a follow through and Uh then i gotta look at this and make my feet and then next thing you know frozen yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly well that's that's such a good point too i um i had one one athlete come to me and this is before i even had the program this is one of my first athletes and they're saying you know i I've noticed that when I'm, when I have a year where I'm super successful, it breeds success Mm -hmm. and, and the opposite. When I have, um, a few regattas, he was a sailor, when I have a few regattas in a row that I don't do well at, even if the conditions are exactly the same, right. That, that breeds failure. And he was like, I want that feeling of, you know, Hey, I just came off of three wins. I want that feeling every single regatta. Mm -hmm. So for him, he was already an incredibly um, incredibly confident mm-hmm. athlete, but he wanted even more confidence. And so, you know, just our, I think we did like three sessions and just worked on his confidence and he ended up going in one year got and securing his mortgage for the year. Like he <laughs> took it and ran with yeah. it. Yeah. When can I sign and, up? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's literally like what I did with him was one week of the entire program. So it's, it's important, but there's so many other things that I didn't even cover with him and he still did such a good job. Well, it makes sense when athletes get into slumps, right? We know it's not about skill. Mm -hmm. It's like the middleman of our brain getting in the way. And just going back to the basics of you know what you're doing is just accessing that. Yeah, that subconscious, unconscious part. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't forget how to to play soccer. You don't forget how to kick a ball. You know, it's in there. This has been super helpful because I got to admit, I was kind of like, Yikes. I'm a big science person and I never really have taken the time to explore like hypnosis and the science. Mm -hmm. I know that there obviously um, have to be benefits to it. Otherwise, people wouldn't go into that career path. But hearing you talk and then explain, Kara and I are big neurobiology nerds. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that Mm -hmm. actually makes perfect sense. And I think we need to get away from the 
dumb stereotypes in the movies and how oh you know, yes. more truthful <laughs> hypnosis because <laughs> usually they're always tying into like something traumatic where sure. this is more mm-hmm. like the positive and getting into that getting back into your groove in your sport yeah. so right how can we um how can our listeners kind of access your information or the tell us a little bit about the program yeah, so um, easiest way to reach me would be my website or my Instagram. I'm, um, my website has a little box. You can send me an email and you can send me DMs or email me or my phone number. Everything is linked everywhere on those two platforms. Um, but the, for the if you're interested in the program, um, send me a message or an email. And the first thing we do is set up a discovery call. It's it's free. It's there's no commitment or anything, but really the whole idea is to figure out if if this athlete is a good fit for the program. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, this sounds obvious, but I have such a high success rate with my athletes because I make sure that every single athlete is the perfect fit. So well, because it, definitely, yeah, <laughs> you know, sounds sounds obvious, but. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, not everybody like practices like well, that. Sure. They're willing yeah. to we'll take everybody. <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh-huh. and that's how I was in the beginning. Absolutely. I mean, I before I was even just working with athletes like, oh, you want to stop smoking? I'll take you. You want to lose weight? I'll take you. And mm-hmm. I just would take anybody. And I realized that, oh, I don't really like, you know, helping people <laughs> with weight loss or smoking. Yeah, like, yeah. I like helping athletes. <laughs> so. Kind of restructured everything to do that. But but yeah, so um, we set up a discovery call. It's it's generally like 30, 45 minutes maybe. Um, and it's really just me asking questions that sound a little bit repetitive, but they're just prompts to try to figure out really where, where you're at right now, where you want to be, what it is that you think is stopping you from getting there, like what your roadblocks are, and figuring out if you're a good fit, then what that looks like. And if you're not a good fit, then um, I, I'll figure out some way to help you. I'll either send you in the right direction or I even <laughs> on one of these discovery calls that ended up being like two hours because this, oh. this girl and I just really connected and she wasn't able to sign up for the program. It wasn't quite the right fit, but we ended up doing like a, a neuro-linguistic programming and EFT session and um, it was very emotional and she like let go of a lot of trauma and it was really wow. magical and she wow. didn't even end up being a client so I'm not guaranteeing that for every call but you know <laughs> never know what's gonna happen like I really do want to try to just because you can't sign up for the program I, I still want to be helpful well we have to end every interview asking how you live out the fit philosophy trying to balance performance health intellect and taking time for self and getting into that subconscious <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I think the the biggest thing is to try to practice what I preach. You know, I spend all day on my Instagram or in my stories saying like, hey, you know, make sure that you're taking time for yourself. And everyone's around like, oh, Leah, you have to listen <laughs> to yourself when you say these things to other people. Um, so really just making sure that I am putting, you know, as much as I put it as a priority to go to the gym five days a week or to go to the gym this many days and run this many days. And I need to make sure that I'm also putting my my mental health and my mindset and everything first and putting that as a priority as well. So every single morning when I wake up, I spend like five minutes when I'm already in that hypnagogic state because you're, you're naturally in a like semi-hypnotic state when you wake up, and when you go to sleep. So doing hypnosis then and doing hypnosis when I am falling asleep as well oh. to make sure that I'm 
always just like doing a few reps every day. <laughs> like I'm, I'm doing a few reps for my mind as well. Um, yeah. So especially days that I don't have a lot of time, just something that simple. Um, and yeah, other than that, if I have time, I have recordings that I've made for myself because I can't do a deep hip hypnosis session for myself without recording mm-hmm. me first. <laughs> and then, um, you know, trying to do these longer hypnosis recordings. The other biggest thing is um, asking, you know, sometimes I call it asking your higher self questions or asking your subconscious, or asking the universe, but they're really all connected and all actually the same thing. Um, but going into this hypnotic state and whether it's asking, okay, what did that dream mean? Or what did this thought mean? Or what should I do about this? Or trying to gain clarity about whatever, but asking that part of you that, again, is more talented and knows a lot more. Um, asking that part of you or that part of me, um, you know, these these questions and getting some clarity. So those are kind of how I live the philosophy, trying to balance everything. Well, that's great. Like helpful advice, uh, especially during this time where uh, we're a little, uh, <laughs> a little on edge, oh my gosh. a little on edge, a little hysterical, a little anxious, and a little isolated. So oh gosh, um, that's yeah. all good stuff to uh, let our listeners know. Leah, thanks so much for being on. That's we're so gonna awesome. share all of your information to our listeners on the show notes and our own kind of social media. So um, thanks awesome. again and um, giving us this helpful information. Yeah, thank you mm-hmm. so much for having me. This is fun. Anytime yeah. I get to geek out about hypnosis is a good day. Oh, yeah, yes. thanks for That's coming too. on. <laughs> yeah, take care out there. You too. Okay, bye. Bye, Queens. Today's episode is brought to you by Yours Truly. I'm excited to announce the releasing of my book, Finding Your Sweet Spot in Sport, Avoiding Relative Energy Deficit in Sport, also known as Red S, by optimizing your energy balance. Be sure to follow me on social media or go to my website, www.beccamacomble.com. Bye, queens. For additional information on today's topic and guests, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fit for a queen. And Hashtag fit for a queen. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes. We can't wait for you to join us next time on fit for a queen. Bye, queens.